Welcome to Incidental Contact, your source for fantasy football advice, draft strategies, and information. This is your host, Josh. And Jason, it's time to get physical. Welcome to today's fantasy podcast, December 5th edition. Um, same old spiel we're going to do last weekend this week and we got kind of a bucket of news to talk about too. are we going to do news as we go or news dump early i feel it'd probably be easier to go as we go i think right yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say all right so we're gonna jump straight on into thursday night football the game everyone wants to watch the jacksonville jaguars at the tennessee titans gross yeah not a game i want to watch um see for the jaguars um Last week was not eventful. I don't think anything on offense is really noticeable. I mean, Leonard Fournette coming back from suspension should help, but Cody Kessler really neuters the passing game. Um, I guess TJ Yeldon maybe as like a deeper, deeper, deeper uh, PPR play, but he tends to seed playing time to, the, to Fournette. And then the wide receivers don't matter because they're all terrible, and Cody it's Cody Kessler. So, and uh, – I want to say you can use the defense, but, man, they've been so up and down this year. I feel like they're playing better, but that can burn you. I, I think there's better streamable defenses, a.k.a. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Or or the New York Giants and Mark Sanchez. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how, how do you feel if you're Washington? Right? We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm just ready for butt fumbles galore. That's all I want. He butt fumbled on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) But we need to save that for the final, or for whenever we get to Washington. Um, Fair. What do you have on the Tennessee Titans? Um, Ever since they beat the Pats, they've kind of been trending downwards, um, as I guess to be expected. Once you beat them, there's not much else place to go. But uh, Jacksonville kind of stifled uh, Indy's high-powered offense last week with the big goose egg. And um, I, I just – I didn't like any of the Tennessee players beforehand, and I don't really like them here either. Well, I mean, I, if you – just judging off last week, um, <coughs> Derrick Henry gets a rushing touchdown, but the rushing was stifled here against the Jets, and the Jets are, like, not really good at all. And so – and the wide receivers for uh, all of Titans aren't very good. Corey Davis flashed again this week, so that means he's going to be bad for at least three weeks. So yeah. – and, like, the tight end, um, what's-his-face um, – God, what's his name? Uh, John New Smith. He went back to not being anything. So there's really nothing you can. Deion Lewis is usable. I mean, from a PPR perspective, but he he only got two receptions last week. So I mean, it's really poisonous, so to speak. Yeah, so, I don't want anything to do with him. I would say, as a whole, I would want to avoid that game altogether. I'm I'm kind of feeling like I've got like eight or ten teams. I'm, I'm like fading in all of fantasy at like just across the board. Everything I can fade, I'm, I'm fading. Yeah, I think it's that point where some of those teams aren't trying as hard. Like, some of these teams that aren't going to make it, like Jacksonville or the Jets or Buffalo, I mean, just going down the line, um, you know, Green Bay to an extent, which stinks because they have a lot of good, you know, players there, um, San Francisco, stuff like that. Yeah, well, we'll talk about the, like, um, I was talking to my coworker today. The Rams, for example, their, their final two games, and I don't remember, I think it's Cardinals and then 49ers, like, that's going to be, oh, just a, pish posh for fantasy players because if the rams and saints are competing but why would the cardinals are or uh niners try to win they're both in the top three draft picks right now 49ers right now have the number one pick 
could you imagine them just adding a, a Nick, Nick Bosa to that defense to go pair him with Jimmy Garoppolo's offense? So right. that's neither here nor there. That was kind of a tangent. But there's so many teams that are at this point, like, I just want nothing to do with. And these would be two of them, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, pick them. Who do, oh, you have a 13-game lead. 131 correct to my 118 correct. Who do you got? I'm going to go with the Titans. I got to go Jags because it's a coin flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, first up game on Sunday. Probably I would judge it the game of the day, I think. Um, I think it's near and dear to both of us. So we've got the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Arrowhead to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the Ravens' offense like isn't fun by any stretch. Like it's it's really kind of boring. It's it's really a, pretty much a wing tee. It's it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's throwback football. Belichick is probably creaming his pants watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if Belichick could, he would totally do this. Oh yeah, but he's got Tom Brady and he can't. So anyway, Lamar Jackson. Um, from a fantasy perspective, is he as long as he keeps running for seventy to one hundred and twenty yards a game and getting touchdowns. The passing yards aren't great, but, I mean, it's pretty much a running back at quarterback in fantasy, so he's getting you enough. Um, running back-wise, Alex Collins gone for the season. We didn't get a talk. We recorded before that happened. Kenneth Dixon back. Gus Edwards still got a majority of the carries. The, the flaw with Gus, that was just no no PPR value. They, they've thrown exactly zero targets to him. Ouch. So, um, I think Kenneth, Kenneth Dixon could still seed a little value, and Ty Montgomery's getting some passing work. And then the wide receivers, none of them. They just don't throw enough. It, it, Lamar threw 21 times, or completed 12 passes on 21 attempts. So I would just avoid all the pass catchers. You might get a touchdown here or there, but it's not going to result in anything. I guess if you're in a with Kansas City's fast-paced offense and they're scoring, maybe you could like hope for a Hail Mary from like John Brown, but I wouldn't rely on it. Yeah, it's it's gross. Um, with Kansas City, um, I, I guess the big question mark, obviously, with Hunt being released, is uh, with where last week he he got a decent amount of carries, but he just didn't do a whole lot with it. And if you're doing that versus the Raiders, even though I mean you could say first game, blah blah blah, but he's been there all year and he's been there for uh, three or four years now, so it's not like he doesn't know the offense. Yeah, I think it's his fourth year. So to to me, that's that's kind of scary and. If, if he's only putting up 11 points versus the Raiders, I'm not starting him versus Baltimore, which holds running backs to the lowest fantasy point total in the league. They're, I think statistically, like, yards and points combined, I think they're the number one defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I don't... What they just did to the Ryan, uh, Falcons' def- or offense, which, like, granted, rushing offense isn't that great this year, but still. Yeah, so so for me, I'm, I'm not starting where, and I have him in every league, I'm not starting him anywhere i'm not interested um but everyone else in the offense i'm still going to use uh, i'm not sure if sammy Watkins is coming back he missed last week with a foot injury but um i, I would i would probably go ahead and use him this week if i could because i think they were going to try to really lock down uh, you know kelsey and um and hill so that kind of leaves some space open for Watkins if he plays well so my th- my thing about uh, let's see sammy watkins um has been ruled out for Sunday. Oh, no, that's it against the Raiders. Um, there is no update, so I got nothing for you. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, what does it say? So the thing with Spencer Ware, I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of with you. I, I feel like you probably have better options because he was only an asset as of this week. 
So I'd imagine you probably have better options. I guess the one takeaway there would be he, he didn't know he was starting until pretty much Saturday morning by the time all that stuff broke last week and Hunt was gone and whatnot. So I would say maybe with a more preparedness there. However, the Ravens' defense is top-notch, and I, I think they're going to have to excel in the passing game. And then I think um, – the big pass catcher that will go off and no shocker here would be Travis Kelsey. Cause I just don't know what the Ravens are going to do to, to cover him. Because like if you drop a safety in the box to, cause they don't have a linebacker that can do it. Then your single high safety and Tyree kill and Sammy Watkins like, no, thank you. That's not fun either. So I don't know what mm-hmm. they're going to do. This is going to be a mess. So um, who do you have? Chiefs. I, I'm going to go Ravens and I feel really awful about it, but I want to win. Also, this would be huge for the Ravens to maybe get a shot at winning the division still. Yeah, even that that competitive six seed, they really need to keep pace. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, that, yeah. And then you could still maybe host a game, which would be super nice as the four seed. So mm-hmm. that'd be fun, too. Um, next up, we have the Jets traveling to face the Bills. For the Jets, Sam Darnold may be coming back at quarterback. Otherwise, I don't care. Uh, and then the running back-wise, Isaiah Crowell nearly gets you 100 yards. But at this point, if you're relying on Isaiah Crowell, ugh, I don't think anything matters here. Chris Herndon at tight end has been like moderately okay to start. But if Darnold's back and I think maybe Anunwa ticks up, I am fade the offense again. I'm just speculating, but I, I would fade the offense a little bit. Uh, um, with Buffalo, the big news here is we're all out of biscuits. What kind of biscuits? Uh, buttery pancake-ish biscuits, From I guess. Popeyes? Flaky? Oh, Popeyes for sure. Yeah, they're all all eaten, all released. And the fact that you get released from the Bills' offense is just that's a little embarrassing. Well, I, I think it was an experiment that they tried out, and it it just didn't work. So. You know, they, they gave it an opportunity. They gave up a, a late-round asset, and it really didn't amount to anything. It was worth the shot, but I, I think they're to the point where they want to see, you know, Robert Foster, who caught the long touchdown last week, and some of these other things. You can't, you kind of want to see what you have because they're definitely, you know, Josh Allen, maybe you tr- get a, a late-round running back next year. You start trying to put some pieces around. The defense is good, so, I mean, if you can take advantage of the money you have and bring in some assets, maybe you can do something. Yeah, true. Um, as far as Buffalo goes, I don't want to just start anybody. Just Would you say <sighs> anyone is even rosterable? I mean, you could hold on to McCoy because you like the name, but I, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, even at this point, McCoy, I mean, again, he I think he's got one or two touchdowns on the year. He's only got 52 yards in this last game. Like, the yards per attempt isn't there. Zay Jones is, like, moderately okay last week. He got two touchdowns, but, like, that's – we're about 18 games behind that, that expectation, Zay. Like, I expected that last year. So, I, I would say no one really matters to me. Uh, I feel like you could use roster spots better on more impactful teams. I don't remember the Bills' schedule off the top of my head, but I know – I don't think it's very good down the stretch. I don't think there's anything, like, where you would see it and be like, oh, I want to start – except for the defense. The defense is all all right. Yeah. But, um, let's see. Their schedule for the rest of the year, we're wasting to win. I'm sorry, I get distracted. Uh, they have Detroit, New England, Miami. So, like, if you play in Week 17, I guess it's okay. Detroit is moderately okay. So, I, I mean, whatever. I'm not really that interested. Who do you have? 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. I was hoping you'd go Jets because I can't pick them. So, Bills it is. <laughs> All right. Next up, a game for the ages. We have the New York Football Giants hosting, led by Mark Sanchez, the Washington professional football team. Gross. What a treat this is. I, I So, I'm in the West Coast, and I really sincerely hope that for whatever reason I get the Ravens Chiefs on net, you know, on the nationwide coverage, if they give me this crap just because the Giants are big across the country, I'm going to be so angry. Because <laughs> Seattle's in the late slate, so there's no reason. where, where Yeah, Se- or, sorry, Seattle's on Monday. So there's really nothing like that. that's that huge on the West Coast in the early slate. So give us the game that matters. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the Giants, Eli Manning. um <laughs> Really quick, there have been two 40-yard touchdowns thrown by – over 40-yard touchdowns thrown by the Giants this year. Who has thrown them? Uh, Odell Beckham had one. He does have one. Um, trying to think of another person. Did, did Saquon throw one? No, Odell Beckham threw the other one. Oh, perfect. <laughs> he threw one this week. And, like, it was cool. He, he threw it, like, jumping. It was really not – mechanically sound and like sterling shepherd caught it and just kind of like backpedaled into the end zone pretty much walked it was really disrespectful nice but for the rest of the giants offense you know saquon barkley keeps getting a jillion touches and i don't think that's going to change against the redskins here their defense is okay but like they're so beat up and that offense isn't going to move anywhere so i would say beckham is going to i mean you can't not play beckham but i did maybe temper expectations i think this could be a barkley all day kind of game, and then that's about it. Just Beckham and Shepard, or Beckham and Barkley, and uh, yeah, R.I.P. The value of uh, Evan Ingram, man, that guy tanked this year. Yeah, he was just a product of uh, of targets last year because everyone was hurt. Yeah, they lost four receivers in one game. Yeah, goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> with the Redskins, um, just the offense just obviously isn't going to be very good without respecting the passing game. I find it hard to start Peterson either. And he was really getting stuff last week, even before he had uh, one big, you know, run for 90 yards. Um, I just don't want to start anyone here, maybe other than Reed, because you're Mark Sanchez, you're going to go for that safety net. Um, and then, I mean, maybe if you're desperate, hell Mary, Chris Thompson, hope something happens there, but I just don't like that either. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you take away Peterson's 90 yard carry, he had eight for eight. Yeah. So, I mean, that really shows you the effect, like, which is why you can't tr- trust yards per carry, because now it looks yeah. like he got nearly 10 yards a carry. <laughs> but if you take away that thing, he's getting 0.1 yards per carry. So, you know, right. really modifies the game there. Yeah, the wide receiver. I guess maybe Jordan Reed has a little value, but if, if you're catching passes from Mark Sanchez, I don't, I don't think I'm really all that interested. Yeah. So I bet we're both going Giants. Oh, Giants, very streamable defense this week because it's Mark Sanchez. Yeah, definitely the Giants. All right, a game that matters. The Saints want to try to avenge their first loss of the year, traveling to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. Um, after a disappointment last week, I would expect the Saints to come back and be firing on all cylinders. So you're going to fire up your normal guys, your Breeze, your Camara, your uh, Michael Thomas. Now, the question for me is Mark Ingram. What, what are you doing with Mark Ingram? Because he's had a couple bad games in a row, but he was getting force-fed for the early part of the season. I'm probably going to keep going with it. The offense is just too good not well, to at least take a swing. Yeah, he's definitely on your roster. I just don't know 
how I feel about starting him in what could be you know a clutch situation for most teams right now. I mean, if you're alive, chances are you're probably playing for your life. Yeah, this might be a good game to use him, honestly, because Tampa Bay's uh, defense is so bad that they could get up real early and then just kind of smash it for a while and, and try to get out of that game without getting anybody injured. I'm leaning that way, especially because I'm in a league where I lost James Conner for the week. I was able to get Jalen Samuels. I just don't know how I feel about it, so I'm kind of thinking I might just have to go with Ingram. But I'm kind of with you. I just I'm un- a bit nervous because I th- the last time this game happened, it was 40. Like what what was the final score? Like 48, 49 or something ridiculous. Yeah, it was high. Yeah, it was in one. The Buccaneers shocked them all. Um, what do you got on the Buccaneers? Well, uh, we're going with Jameis this week, as he has not been benched yet. Um, or sexually stay tuned. anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or kicked anybody in a, a lobby. <laughs> um. <laughs> or punch someone in a bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, why the, 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 they have had thrown a lot of picks between him and Fitzpatrick, um, I think this is a decent time to start him because they're going to have to play keep-up and they're going to throw a lot. So just... Out of volume, he might have a really good game here, um, which kind of spills over to um, Evans. And then um, pick your poison. You know, Humphrey's good when somebody else behind him. Probably not D-Jack. I'm just, he, he's kind of faded for me. And then w- I don't think the running game is going to be anything here. I don't. I, they're just not going to be able to use it. Yeah, I mean, it really has not been anything. I, I mean, Barber gets one last week, and he's gotten a couple here or there, but Barber's nothing like they're, yeah. they're, if it's not Ronald Jones, they're going to find something else next year. I'm sure they're going to have a new coach and potentially a new general manager next year anyway. So, um, I'm with you. I, I, I can imagine they probably stay away from Deshaun Jackson because you want to see what the Humphreys, Goodwin, Evans looks like as a wide receiver core because that's probably what you're going to be stuck with next year. Jackson's probably gone. I think you can cut him for next to nothing anyway. So, kind of see what you got there. See how you want to build your – especially if you're – potentially bringing Jameis back for another year. So, um, who do you have? Saints. Yeah. Saints. Say it ain't so. Uh, next up, Pats traveling to face the Miami Dolphins. Uh, for the Patriots, running back conundrum at its finest. Tom Brady. I mean, actually, let's. I'm going to pause that running back thing. What are you doing with Tom Brady? He's not a top ten quarterback this year, and it's probably beyond aggravating for everybody. Yeah, um, I mean, at this point, you're probably if he's the only quarterback on your roster, obviously you're stuck with him. Uh, there's probably not a whole lot left on the waiver wire. Yeah, he, so he's he QB fourteen, and he's about thirty points behind QB ten, and QB ten's probably the hottest quarterback in the league right now, which is Russell Wilson, and he started mm. really crappy early. So, yeah, as usual. So, I don't know. I, I feel like you could get a Baker Mayfield or a Lamar Jackson or something a little more fun off the waiver wire. I just – do you ever feel good against uh, – about pulling Tom Brady? You know what I mean? That's the kind yeah. that you face. Because the next thing you know, he's going to drop seven touchdowns and whatever. Yeah. So, uh, running back-wise, Rex Burkhead comes back. He gets seven carries. He ruins everyone's life. So, I still say Sonny Michelle's the way to go. He loses a couple bunny touchdowns to the fullback. Otherwise, he got nearly 50% of the of the carries. So, I would say he's still the asset there. James White, I think, is probably on his way down. He gets seven receptions here. 
but the wide receivers are still there. And I think this is kind of a, a game where they were trying to control the ball and space out that defense, which is pretty good against the ball against the runner in the Vikings. So I would say I'm still all in on the Sony Michelle train. I think James White's trending down and the wide receivers. Gordon's still my, my, perf- is he my preferred? I don't know. I kind of don't like any of them actually. Yeah. I think it's gets spread around too much. I mean, if I have to start one, I'm actually going Edelman and then Gordon and I'm Kronk, of course, but whatever. Naturally. Um, Miami is what we call a train wreck. Um, I just, I Isn't do that, really want to start. with LeBron James? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Tangent. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so really the only person I even want to contemplate starting is Kenyon Drake and hope that he does something in a pass game. Cause they just, they prefer to hand it off to Gore and then maybe Kenyon Drake gets some leftovers and then some passing, uh, uh work. Um, he's definitely the more dynamic of the two. And he's really probably the only person on the entire team that I would even think Dude, about starting. Devontae Parker caught a touchdown last week. Ugh. Yeah, I know. We, we both did he, have. Did he break out? Uh, with herpes? Yeah. <laughs> um, he hit four for 43 and a touchdown. He did lead the, lead the team in targets, but I don't think that means anything. Um, they won, but whatever. Um, yeah, I would say Kenya Drake. And it, he's more or less t- a touchdown-dependent RB, too. Like, if he gets a touchdown, then the play worked out for you. If he doesn't get a touchdown, eh, you're in kind of cold water. So, like, this past week, 7 for 31, two receptions, 13, and a touchdown. So it works out, but, I mean, if he doesn't get a touchdown, you're in hot water, and you just wasted your flex, more or less. So, who do you have here? Um, I'm going to go with New England. Yeah, I do as well. All right, to the shocker of last week, we have the Indianapolis Colts just laying a freaking goose egg, literally and figuratively, um, against the Texans this week. For the Colts, Andrew Luck breaks his streak of uh, eight straight games with tri- tri- uh, three touchdowns. I'm not that bummed out about it. Like he, was, he wasn't going to throw three touchdowns for the rest of the season. So he was bound to have a bad game. Hopefully it didn't cost you your playoffs would be my, my one thing to say there. Um, but otherwise, I don't think you can go away from Andrew Luck at this point. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then running back-wise, it continues to be a cluster. Marlon Mack probably is the preeminent opportunity. Um, and going against the Texans defense, not great. But I think he, I think you can get away with it if you don't have any other better options. Ebron at tight end every week. T.Y. Hilton at tight end every week. And that's about it. Um, Actually, I'm going to take that back. Running back-wise, I think I want to go Hines this week because – of the PPR value. Yeah. I think you'll have to throw a little bit more in this game and he's got definite PPR upside. Yeah, for sure. Uh, with Houston, I'm uh, going to go ahead and start uh, Deshaun here. Indy's defense is pretty soft and with, with their offense being kind of high caliber, you might have to um, play keep up if the game gets away from you. Um, running back wise, Lamar Miller's had some decent games here towards the half end. And I think you're going to go ahead and want to start him at least in a flex consideration. Um, and then obviously wide receiver wise, you're going to start Hopkins. And then the number two seems to flip flop um, each week, unless you're just desperate wide receiver. I would stay away from, probably from Cootie and um, uh, Demarius. Well, if Cootie gets ruled out again, then maybe I think Demarius has like wide receiver three upside. But if they're both playing, ugh, stay away. Mm-hmm. But like this past game when Cootie was out, I think it was a little more potential for him there. Um, who do you have? go with the nine straight wins and hottest win streak in the league, Houston Texans. 
I'm gonna go with the Colts. Captain Andrew. He will lead like us it. there. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to maybe one of the most baffling teams of the season right now, or this stretch of the season. The Carolina Panthers are playing the Cleveland Browns. For the Panthers, Cam Newton, he's been a little bit on a downslope these past couple weeks, but he's still a top five QB on the season. Um, actually, I lied. He's still getting damn near 20 points a game. So last week wasn't his peak, but he's still usable every week. Are you? Are you concerned at all about, did you see at the end of the game, they pulled him out for the Hail Mary because they, they didn't think he could throw it that far? Like, I did not. Yeah, they. So I, I think it was a little overhyped by this, the media. So he threw the first Hail Mary, and it got called back um, on an offensive penalty, I think. And then, um, and then they switched out the quarterback for the second Hail Mary. So I think, I think it was probably just like, I just tried to, to run like a, a mini drive to get us into Hail Mary range. And then I just chucked a, a ball downfield. And Cam doesn't have the biggest arm. So trying to do it twice in a row, I, I kind of get why you would maybe switch out. And your yeah. backup quarterback has a hose anyway. So, you know, yeah. make him earn his catch for once. I mean, it didn't yeah. work out. But I don't know. I think a lot of people were talking about it. I don't think it's that big of a deal. He is coming off shoulder surgery last year, much like Andrew Luck. So whatever. Um, Christian McCaffrey continues to just be a yard-eating a yard eating machine and touchdown-eating machine. Um, I guess the other... Greg Olson out for the year, by the way. I know we, we talked about him last week for a minute because Jaden had him. R.I.P. Jaden's roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, go ahead. I was going to say, bad timing, but she's got Ricky Seals uh, on the on the bench there, so. Fire him up. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you can get a uh, – I don't even know what's on the waiver wire. Nothing good. Nothing no. good at all. I looked at it last night. I was just like, ugh. All garbage across the board. I got the only thing that was worth anything. <laughs> and I don't even need it. <laughs> Um, but uh, I guess the the thing to note here would be what do you do with the ancillary wide receiver Curtis Samuel has a monster game here 11 targets well monster is probably a bit of a stretch 11 targets but he gets 88 yards DJ Moore gets 4 receptions I I think Funchess is a relic of the past even though he gets a touchdown here I still think DJ Moore is probably the way to go if you have to use a number a wide receiver from this game yeah, I would agree with that. All sure. right. Um, Let's get dangerous. Cleveland, oh, I'm definitely getting dangerous here. Um, Baker Mayfield is a rough game last week uh, versus the Texans, and we're going to let that go. Um, he kind of had a little bit of comeback there um, towards the end and kind of came back. Um, he got to 20, 20-ish fantasy points. Yeah. So, I mean, not great. Oh, I lied. He got to 12. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go ahead and still start him here because he had a couple of really good weeks before then. It was really on fire. And I'm just going to, you know, forget last week happening. I'm, I'm going to light him up this week at home. Um, Chubb, you got to keep using him. He had a little bit of a lower point game last week, but he's getting the work. But and, it's that Texas uh, defense. Yeah, I, for I, sure. I mean, yeah, he's got the work. It was more the defense and then being behind so early. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you're going to keep using – um, Landry here. I mean, he's he's still a focal point of the offense and and can get a lot of work each week. So um, other than that, um, and Joku seems to have really disappeared in the offense. And um, if you're really desperate, I mean, maybe Callaway, but I'm I'm not interested in that. Actually, Callaway wasn't that bad. Um, he he should have had like a eight and near eighty yard touchdown. Got called back on like a 
maybe not offensive holding, but they called it that anyway. And then uh, the next play, he gets another. He's jogging to the end zone to get a touchdown, and they bop it out of his hand as he's like within the five. <laughs> so like, come on, you you had a touchdown, you dummy. Just get get your head on straight. You got the talent. So I, I don't hate him if you're in a spot where you're hurting and you need to add someone to your roster. I don't hate it. Or Rashard Perryman, two for 26 on two targets. You got to love 100% target, target reception rate. Sign me up. Yeah. Everyone wants Rashard Perryman. Who do you got? Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. <sighs> I can't be dangerous then. I'm going to go Panthers. <laughs> um, all right. Falcons at Packers for the final game of the early slate. Um, I'll knock out the Packers pretty, or sorry, the Falcons pretty quickly. Um, they played a tough defense last week and they're going against the Packers. Um, but Matt Ryan kind of been on the downside Two QB leagues. I think he's a must start, but if you're in a single QB league, I think he's kind of avoidable for the most part. Where is he at for the season? I think I know he's leading the league in yards. Where? Um, I don't think he's leading. Oh, Ben, Big Ben's leading the league in yards. Oh, that's yeah, that's what I meant. I looked at it last night. And I don't know. They're both teams with the color black, so that's what I'm chalking that up to. I can't find him on fantasy points. Oh, there he is. Oh, I'm just kidding. He's number five in fantasy points. He's he's well on. I think you probably keep using him. Then I stand corrected. The running back game is a complete atrocity, so I'd stay away from all that. And then Hooper Jones must start every week and then I kind of think Ridley or Sanu or one of them is usable about every third week good luck figure it out yeah yeah so (laughs) I I would say this week maybe one of them has some value whoever stays away from Jair Alexander for sure um with Green Bay first off can we call this the the game of disappointing teams this season oofah yeah um I guess we could start off with Mike McCarthy getting fired. I'm honestly, I think he should have fired last season when Rogers was down and they saw how bad of a coach he was, um, you know, without his, his crutch, so to speak. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's something of note. We'll keep watching, um, as the season progresses. Um, I'd be surprised if another team doesn't fire their head coach mid season. We've already got two, so keep them coming. Well, I mean, this gives you a leg up. You can start talking to, people from college well you can't really officially talk to some people but like this now you can kind of start putting feelers out there and see what's out there jeff fisher is available to be even hired right now <laughs> just saying we deserve we just it. need one we need one game room i know right um one game. I, I i heard on one podcast that uh allegedly josh mcdaniels is someone that might pique their interest i don't know how i feel about that i i kind of feel like you got to go with what Aaron Rodgers wants. So if there's someone that Aaron Rodgers is, you got to make him happy because he's your future for the next five years. So yeah, and I'm I'm hesitant to talk to Josh McDaniels after what happened. Was it last year with the Colts? Yeah, backing out on the Colts. And well, and then the other thing too is, not only did he back out on the Colts, the Patriots gave him a giant raise. So if he was to take the first interview offered to him, like how's Robert Kraft gonna feel? He just gave you like I think he's the top paid offensive coordinator in the NFL. So, and I, I don't think it's official, but I think he's kind of the coach in waiting. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so, too. So, um, I don't know. I don't, Aaron Rodgers' body language was really, really, really bad in this game. So, I kind of feel like you were going to lose the season. And, like, one example of Michael McCarthy being terrible was, why did it take until, like, week nine to make Aaron Jones your full-time running back? 
Yeah. <laughs> he was obviously the best running back starting from the first game he came back from suspension. So, right. you know, just one example. Like, why Ty Montgomery, Why was Ty Montgomery getting playing time? You know. I, I can't tell you. But um, that basically boils it down to who to start this week. Start Rodgers, start Aaron Jones, and start uh, Devontae. And you, and you can use some Jimmy Graham at tight end just because there's not a whole lot else out there. Yeah. Um, who do you got here? I'm going to go. Uh, uh, I, Green Bay, I guess. Falcons for me. Uh, we're going to end up like 8-8 eight because eight I keep just fading you just because I need a game. <laughs> yeah. Like This isn't going to help me at all. Well, like last time I tried to fade you on just the games I had somewhat of a feeling on, and that didn't help me either. So, you know. Um. All right, first or first game of the afternoon slate, we get the Denver Broncos hosting the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Let's see. For the Broncos, if I can find them. Case Keenum at quarterback. I think he's usable in double quarterback leagues, but that's about it, really. Um, running back-wise, Philip Lindsay continues to darling in his rookie year. Dude, I didn't even realize it. He went for 157 this week. Jeez. I knew well, he had a bunch of, a bunch of yards, but, um, yeah, he's locked in as a every-game starter. Sanders, qu- quiet game this week, but he still must use every week to me. Cortland Sutton flashed here, not that interested long-term. I mean, he's not – he did okay in this game, but, you know, I just don't think he's an asset for fantasy playoff material. For sure. Um, and I, I'm going to be humble when it's time to be humble, but I remember first week when Lindsey had some decent numbers, I – I suggested that it wasn't going to be anything. Yeah, eating that pod right now. I'm so John Elway. I saw something before we started recording. John Elway said if he could, he would have 53 fell points. <laughs> yeah. like what does that even mean? You couldn't build a 15 with a, a team with 53 people of all the same size and sector. Like who's like, supposed to throw the football? Who's supposed your, to block for it? Your offensive no line would be terrible. 53 people of Philip Lindsay's mentality. That's a compl- they use your words, John Elway. Yeah, like his work ethic. Like, yeah, yeah, give us something to work with here. Well, and like, you know, I don't know what you know about him, but he's in, he went to the University of Colorado, undrafted free agent. He lives in his parents' basement right now. That's amazing. Because <laughs> he's from the Denver area. So, like, as, as someone who lived in his mom's basement for five years in my 20s, like, I know that feeling all too well. So, and although I did pay rent, she was technically a roommate. Let's just clarify. <laughs> but La- Landlord. Yeah, kind of both, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Phil Lindsay's just been a monster. So, but oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. So I don't know what to do about next year because they drafted Royce Freeman in the third round. They clearly really liked Royce Freeman. I could see Phil Lindsay being the one that people reach for based on last year. Blah blah blah. <sighs> Man, I don't, I, I don't think I want either of them next year just because I could see them trying to make Freeman a thing. You know, try to make fetch happen. Yeah, and it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I would say in general. I, and well, I we... think Freeman could happen. Sorry to interrupt you. I think Freeman no, could fine. happen, but like, and I like Freeman as a player. I just I didn't get him in any of my leagues because I wasn't taking him in the third round. I thought the people no. taking him in the third round were psychopaths. So <laughs> I, I, I granted, I didn't think it was going to be Philip Lindsay taking you know the work over. I thought it was going to be Devonte Booker, but yeah. I got my face there too. So. Um, with San Francisco, um, Mullins, meh, whatever. Denver's got a, a still pretty good D here. I'm just, I'm probably not going to be interested in most players, 
other than um, Kittle, obviously. And then um, and you're probably going to have to help me with the name here. Oh, Pickens Jr. at running back here. Uh, See the. You mean Wilson Jr.? Is it, is it Wilson? I don't know who I'm thinking of. Um, I obviously didn't watch that game. But um, it was a nice game last week. Um, and I know he's projected pretty nicely this week. But um, with Denver's defense and San Francisco's record and them having number one pick, I'm just not sure how hard they're going to be trying in this game. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be trying. Um, Breda already out for the game. Um, Pickens, maybe you th- were thinking Pettis. Pettis is their running back. Uh, or, sorry, their wide receiver. Um, Wilson, so Breda leaves this game. Or, sorry, Breda was, like, inactive to start. Well, not inactive. He was suited up. But he didn't start the game because he, like, aggravated himself during warm-up. So Wilson starts the game. Wilson gets hurt, so Breda's forced to play. And then Breda gets hurt, so Wilson comes back in. Brady's just, God, he's, he's the Ben Roethlisberger running backs. That guy has been injured like 18 times, and we haven't even played 18 games. It's nonsense, I tell you. Um, but, uh, and then the, the wide receiver, they love this kid, uh, Dante Pettis out of the University of Washington. Uh, they took him in the second round. He flashed big time. He's got some potential there. However, you do have Nick Mullins as your quarterback, and you're playing the Broncos, who have a pretty good passing defense, although they did lose Chris Harris for the season. Well, uh, arguably. for I mean, he broke his fibula, I think, and they're not putting him on injured reserve. They think he can make it back. Like, if, if you fracture a bone, I feel like you're gone for at least a month, right? I don't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a doctor or a radiologist, but. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think. Wilson is a, is a play this week if you need like a running if, if you have James Conner gone for the week and you didn't get Samuel maybe Wilson has a little value for sure um and I'm I'm gonna pick Denver here keep their playoff hopes alive uh give me the 49ers Oosk. I don't like it at all but I'm trying to get some ground here all right Bengals going to face the Chargers. Bengals, new quarterback Jeff Driscoll, um, was not very good, to say the least. So I would say, um, unless you're in the deepest of deepest of deepest of leagues, you can probably find better. Joe Mixon got a lot of work here. They were down pretty much the entire game, though. So I think he's got better days, especially against uh, – ooh, just kidding, not especially against the Chargers defense. I still think you have to use him, but, you know, what can you do? Um, and the wide receiver – not wide uh, – yeah, wide receiver-wise, A.J. Green – Finally gone for the year. Probably should have happened to begin with, but I guess I was listening to an injury expert talk about it. So, like, on those foot injuries, had he not gotten surgery and was just out for the year and he tried to come back next season, he could have, like, re-aggravated the injury then needed to get surgery next right, next year and miss all next year. So, it kind of made sense to come back now and see if surgery yeah. is going to be a requirement. So, kind of a bummer. Tyler Boyd, kind of, I think he kind of takes a step down. You would think now that the, he's the true number one. But I just, now there's no one to eat the coverage away from him. So, And none of the other wide receivers really mean anything to me. Maybe Bernard takes a tick up. Maybe they'll play him in the slot a little bit, trying to get your more dynamic players on the field. But I don't really know. Yeah. Um, Chargers-wise here, uh, Philip Rivers, obviously. Um, Evan Gordon was questionable on ESPN, but I don't think there's any shot of him starting this week. He might. I think there's the a shot, but I, I mean, I don't know that I would – Hang my hat on it. I mean, it really, if you're the Chargers, like you, you want you don't want the same thing to happen to him that kind of I guess AJ 
Green had, where you try to force you come back, or what happened to him last week actually, where you try to force him back and then do a double round or something stupid, and he gets injured, and then you don't have him at all for the playoff push because you're nine and three. You don't have to push him back in there. You're pretty much guaranteed either the fifth or sixth seed. And I know you want to, you know, keep in pace with the division with the Chiefs and everything, but that's not the most important thing. You know, I'd re- I would rather have Gordon um, in the playoffs than chasing the. Um, at least the division uh, championship. So for me, I, I would I would rest him. But um, they they did that last week after he came. Um, or sorry, he did it last week, and then Eckler um, just didn't quite have the game that we thought he was going to have. Um, and wide receiver wise, Allen blew up pretty much. Uh, you got to keep using him. He's he's like the uh, um, Russell Wilson of wide receivers. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I actually made a bet with someone. Someone made this stupid trade in one of my leagues where he said or he gave up Allen and a bunch of other stuff to get just Devontae Adams. I was like, dude, you're crazy. And he was like, no, Adams is so much better. So we bet a meal that who was going to have a better season, Allen or Adams. And I feel like I just kind of took the lead for the rest of the season. So. I don't know where they stand on the season right now. I have Allen in one league. I think he's like, Al- like well, 12. Well, four. So it's from week 10 on. Okay. From yeah. the time of the trade. So so I'm I'm winning now by like six points after this monster game last week. Yeah, I think you've got that locked up, especially with Green Bay um, not. Yeah, it's it's viable. from week ten to week sixteen because our that, the league that we're in together ends in sixteen. I know some people some people play a little later. So, um, what you were saying about Melly Gordon, um, I'm with you. The only difference between Gordon and Green is Gordon's like is like a ligament thing versus like a bone thing. So I don't know that it can get worse unless you tore it and i don't think it's like partially you know it's i don't think it's a partial tear i think it's just a matter of like being comfortable Mm. so i don't know i would say from my perspective the chargers play late so you can kind of know what's happening in the ravens chiefs game and so if the ravens win maybe you you pull melly melly because you then the next week the chargers play the chiefs so you can get one you can get one there too so if the the Ravens are going to beat the Chiefs, keep Mel- Melvin healthy for the following week when you play the Chiefs, and you could potentially go up or gain two games in two weeks, which would be gigantic. That would be. So um, the other thing you were saying about Austin Eckler, I kind of don't – I think people are a little – by the way, um, if you want to try to use Melvin Gordon, maybe grab Justin Jackson off your waiver wire if he's still there. That way if Melvin does get ruled out late, you got a handcuff you got an option to flip to, or if you got some one of the other running backs in the later part of the day. I think the Eckler hate after last week is kind of not fair. I mean, the, they were down early, so they kind of went away from the run until the end of the game. And he was just running into a defensive front that was stonewalling him for the entire first half. And then Justin Jackson comes in in the second half, or yeah, Justin Jackson comes in the second half and just kind of dominates. Well, yeah, because Eckler did all the work wearing down the defense, you little jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I still prefer Eckler, but I would definitely try to handcuff with Jackson if you can. Expect like I'm in two leagues where I have all three running backs. It's really obnoxious. Oh my god. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I hate that situation. That's so, gross. Um. Can we talk about one other thing from this game? Did you yeah. see the big announcement from Philip Rivers? No. Wife is expecting their ninth kid. Dear Lord. That woman is a freaking saint, man. She is going to carry her ninth. She's in progress. They're carrying. She's carrying their daughter, their ninth child. 
So this is child number nine or child number ten? Child number nine. She's pregnant with child nine. I'll, I'll text you a photo after the podcast. There was a photo that the family took where the wife is the center, and then Philip Rivers is lined up at quarterback, and all the other kids are like, there's like fix it, like kids like lined up to like make it look like an offense. So, <laughs> so j- just to throw this into perspective, after she has this kid, assuming they're all nine months, you know, gestation periods, that's six point seven five years of being pregnant. <laughs> I, I'm. He's only in mid thirties, so yeah. and they were they were high school sweethearts. They got married like right after they graduated high school. That's insane. I think he's got a kid that's in high school that's like playing a quarterback in a, in a high school right now. So like, man, that's that's nuts if you ask me. By the time Phil Rivers' career is done, his son might be an NFL quarterback. If he's, I don't know if he's any good. So yeah, but that that's just crazy. <laughs> and that poor woman, man. So just tore up, tore up from the floor up. <laughs> There's no stopping a Philip Rivers comeback. If that's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> enough jokes about Philip Rivers and his super, super sperm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I almost want to know if like she's ever been on birth control. If he if he's just stronger than it. Like maybe <laughs> we can like challenge him versus Antonio Carmardi. Like they both. You, you make Philip Rivers get a vasectomy and see how many times his wife still gets pregnant. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, Antonio Cromarty got twins after a vasectomy. What are the odds? That's, That's nuts. Impressive. That's impressive. That is so frustrating. <laughs> like, you think it's done, and he already had, like, 13 kids as it was. <laughs> oh, couldn't imagine. All right. Uh, who, who do you got? Chargers or Bengals? Oh, Chargers. Yeah. Samesies. All right, next game up, Eagles at Cowboys, and a very important game for the NFC East. Um, Eagles are starting to maybe get back on track. Um, Carson Wentz coming back, nice game. He's about a year out from ACL surgery, so maybe he's finally starting to feel like a real quarterback again. Uh, Josh Adams continues to get a ton of the work. The only negative there is he's not a pass-catching running back, so if they get down, he may see some playing time. And then through the air, Zach Ertz every game, no duh. Alshon Jeffrey has really taken a tumble here, but I kind of feel like that's because they're forcing the ball to Golden Tate, who's maybe back on wide receiver three territory. Otherwise, no one matters. Sure. Uh, Dallas, after this big win last week, um, they didn't really do a whole lot on offense, but they didn't need to because their defense just kind of took over in that game. My guess is that was the game plan, to keep the ball out of their hand. Oh, yeah. So, um, obviously, going forward, um, Zeke is a stud. Um, Dak, you can, you can use, obviously. Um, Amari Cooper has just shown you how inept the Raiders are. Because as soon as they trade him, he goes to kind of where we hoped he well, was going to it's be. It's because he brought the cool plays. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true. All the cool plays came. So, uh, for me, those are the only three you're going to start. Um, for deeper leagues or keeper leagues, Michael Gallup has a, a tinge of value here. Got seven targets. They actually did something. So maybe getting a wide receiver that could actually teach him how to play the the role maybe helped out a little bit. Uh, who do you got? I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I'm gonna go with Zeke and the Cowboys. Not just Zeke, the Cowboys. All right. Plus, I want I want the division to just be like a massive cluster. Dude, I I sent you the text message, but somehow, some way, the Giants can still win the division, and I want yeah. that more than anything. Yes, please. That would be incredible. I'm glad we both picked the Giants. However, right? maybe I need to flip my pick for that to happen. The Cowboys have to lose out. So can I switch? Can I be Eagles? 
Yeah, maybe the Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Lions at Cardinals. Let's see. For the Detroit Lions, they put up a good fight last week, but they still got trounced by the Rams. Um, Matthew Stafford continues to just be depressing unless you're in double quarterback leagues. Uh, carry on missed the game no one else matters in the running back game unless your name is theo theo riddick because you can catch passes and then through the air kenny galladay quiet game the rams defense is good to leave us back um yeah. are you buying levine toilolo do you know who that is <laughs> no i just wanted to flex that i could say levine toilolo because announcers screw it up every time he he changes teams a lot he's like a blocking titan but he went four for 90 in this game but um if you ever, like, just w- jump into a game he's playing in, announcers cannot get it. It's such – they butcher <laughs> it up. Like, I've seen Tololo, I've heard Talilo, Talilo, like, it's not that hard. Just ask the guy what his name is. It's like when uh, TJ Huzmanzada first came out. <laughs> or Marcus Tuyoso Sopo. That was a really fun one for announcers. <laughs> That that good fun with it because remember on ESPN they had the commercial with like TJ Hujimama, yeah. TJ Hujimada. <laughs> um, otherwise, I don't think anyone else matters on the offense here. Yeah. All right, what do you got on the Cardinals? The triumphant Cardinals. Uh, yeah, what a win! What a the win! The Mike McCarthy um, conquering Cardinals. I mean, really, I mean, you got to start Derek Johnson, even though he's he's Derek like the Jerry Johnson, or Derek Johnson. Yes, that one. Um, he, he's like the, the Jared Cook of running backs. Like, he'll come out one week and have, like, 30 points, and the next week he has, like, five. I, I, I said Derek Johnson because I think his name's David Johnson. Derek Johnson's a linebacker. Uh, too many names. Um, no, no word. I, I, I can't not <laughs> – I, I have to take those shots when I can. Uh, I, yeah, David. I'm, I'm like a steel trap for names. I don't know why, but, like, you could ask me questions about teams from, like, I don't know, 2003, and I'm going to remember. I don't know why. It's stupid. <laughs> um. I lost my trailer. Okay, um, and then wide receiver wise, um, you could still start Larry Fitzgerald at points. It seems like he averages like a solid ten points with a possibility of maybe a tutter in there to kind of kick him over the edge. So he's like a wide receiver three flex position at best. Yeah, yeah. it kind of depends on if they're throwing a lot. If they, then he's got a little more value. Are you bummed at all by Chase Edmonds vulturing two touchdowns? Is Chase Edmonds a thing? I mean, it hurts deep down inside, but I'm not going to pick him up anywhere. I don't have any David Johnson, so I keep on doing it. Keep on ruining people's lives. I'm I'm mm-hmm. down for it. Um, who do you have? This is a tough one to pick. Yeah, that's that's rough. I'm, I'll just go with the Cardinals because they're at home. I'm going Lions, and I had already written it on my sheet before you said that. So that one was not not just on the whim there. All right, Steelers, who are free falling, going to face. The Oakland Raiders for the Steelers. Oh, poor Big Ben. Just, man, I think he's hurt again. I don't know. Of course, of course. Um, he he's, has an okay game here. I mean, he's pretty much been startable for most of the year. He's leading the league in passing yards. Not by much. I, I imagine Mahomes maybe takes it over this week, takes it back over. James Conner gets a not-so-serious injury, and, and then he's out for the week on Tuesday. So, Mike Tomlin, thanks for lying straight to our face. Uh, right. So Jalen Samuels becomes interesting. Do you play any leagues on Yahoo? No. Have you heard the fun thing about Jalen Samuels on Yahoo? No. He has tight end eligibility. What? <laughs> so since like high school, he's never actually had like a position. He's always been an athlete. Like he always plays like everything. So for whatever reason, Yahoo has just given him 
they didn't know what to put him, so they started him his season off at tight end and running back because he's an athlete. So even though like the Steelers drafted him to be a running back, they listed him on the death chart at running back. He wears a running back's number. Like, come on, what in the world? But for whatever reason, Yahoo has him listed at tight end. So in my one Yahoo league, where I also have James Conner, I now have Jalen Samuel. I have no idea what to do because like you feel like that's pretty an easy. But I've got Eric Ebron, so I don't really need a tight end. I don't know. It's a mess. Anyway, Jalen Samuels potentially becomes the starting running back here. I think Steven Ridley mixes in a little bit, but Samuels got more more upside. I don't really know if you call it upside. Like we've never actually seen Jalen Samuels do anything in the regular season, so it's all speculative. But I would say he's probably their their first bite at the apple, so to speak. And we've seen whether it be Le'Veon Bell, um, D'Angelo Williams, James Conner, now Jalen Samuel. It doesn't really seem to matter who's your ball carrier. They're gonna do some damage mm-hmm. and then Antonio Brown Juju same same old cast of characters doing damage don't really need to change what you're doing there yeah for sure um, Raiders wise you can take a shot with Cooks you can take a shot with Jalen Richard and that is it yep I don't even need to change my tab to see how they did I, it doesn't change yeah <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna go Steelers right yes sir alright on to Sunday Night Football we get the Los Angeles Rams going to Chicago to face the Bears. For the Rams, again, much like Andrew Luck, Jared Goff kind of disappointing everyone in what could have been their most important week of the season. Todd Gurley pulling the old Madden trick. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What a jerk. Just run it in, man. <laughs> like, they had – it was before the two-minute warming, and they still had two timeouts. Like, what were you even thinking? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I love Todd Gurley because he's a cat guy, team cat, but come on, man. Just get those touchdowns when you can. Anyway, he gets it anyway. He still gets two touchdowns. And then through the air, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, they both do their, you know, 10 to 15 points a game. Uh, Josh Reynolds is kind of quiet here. I still think he's got some wide receiver three upside um, in a game where they can maybe do a little bit better. Um, Darius Slay won't be a nuisance, but the Bears defense is still pretty good, so we'll, to be determined, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Um, do we know the availability of Trubisky this week? Um, I don't know that anything's official, but here's what I've heard from the good old rumor mill um, that the Bears could have maybe used Trubisky this last week, but it was like really like on the on the line. So they're like, oh, it's the Giants. We're gonna win anyway, so we can start Chase Daniel. So I think it's prob- <laughs> I, I think it was that close last week, and they thought they were gonna beat the Giants no matter what. Egg on your face. So. For sure. So I, I would say I would think Trubisky's back, especially because they're at a point where you can't really, if you want the three seed, you can't really afford to falter. I guess sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. And that is not great radio. Um, Because mm-hmm. Dal- Dallas has been so hot, you can't really screw up a whole lot more down the stretch here. For sure. Um, with the Bears in there, um, if you're two quarterback leagues, you'll probably start Trubisky. If not, I would be hesitant to start him just because the injury in combination with LA's defense. But um, LA's offense is so good that they'll probably have to play keep up. Um, I'm really interested in Cohen this week. He had a huge game last week. And like I said, they're going to be passing quite a bit. Um, he'll, he'll probably get a lot of work underneath um, in space. And I, I think he'll have a good week this week as well. And then the wide receivers, they're, they're kind of a mashup. Allen Robinson's kind of disappeared as of late, but he could come back this week and do something. Or I don't know. It's just a train wreck. Trey Burton 
uh, is kind of the, the same way here. Zero targets this week. Yeah, here or there, exactly. You, you take your poison. I, I don't love any other pass catching options, and I would avoid them if I could. Yeah, where, where you've been beating the Rams the most this season is getting a linebacker out in space on a, on a running back or a tight end. So I imagine Tariq Cohen's about to feast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just this past week against the Giants, 12 for 156 in the air. He also threw a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I would say Terry Cohen all the way here. Yeah. Uh, are you ramming it or are you bearing down? I'm actually going with the Bears. Oh, I'm ramming it all the way. Oof. Yeah. Going in deep. All right. And then we've got the Vikings going to face the Seahawks in Seattle on Monday Night Football. All right, for the Vikings, not a great game against the Patriots this past week, but I kind of felt like that was maybe potentially probably going to happen anyway. Uh, Kirk Cousins kind of quiet. Again, I think that was more or less expected. I think he'll bounce back here a little bit against the Seahawks. Um, because they were down early, the running backs kind of didn't do great. Like, they didn't get a ton of work, but Dalvin Cook did fine with the work he got. And then... Uh, Rudolph, eh, I mean, if you need a tight end that's just going to get you a couple points, I think he's serviceable. Um, Thielen gets 10 targets, only catches 5 for 28, though. So, I think that was Belichick's, like, hey, come to my side where I can utilize you better. Come to the dark side. Come be my white wide receiver because I need one wide receiver at all times. Um, But I think Diggs and Thielen, did you see the little sideline scuffle? I I saw the headline. I didn't watch it. So, um... A Patriots defender falls on the ground and is, like, faking an injury, maybe faking an injury, uh, so that they could stop the clock and adjust their defense. And Adam Thielen said, and he was close to Belichick, he said, that is bullshit. And then Belichick told him, shut the fuck up. (laughs) 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 So, you know, great. And you, the cameras were on it, so you could definitely see, like, if you know how to read lips, they weren't saying, like, oh, that's going to the muck, you know, so... Definitely. Um, but those guys are usable every single week. I'm sure. On Seattle's end, um, Russell Wilson is getting hotter as the season goes on. So you're definitely going to start him, even versus Minnesota's defense here. Um, running back-wise, I think Chris Carson's still going to be your guy. You just got to watch out for that finger that he may or may not have hurt this week. It, yeah, not good for running back, for sure. Well, it's just Pete Carroll will never tell you the truth. So you just gotta yeah. get, you gotta wait till game time. And the only bummer here is this is on Monday. So if you're starting Chris Carson, you kinda have to have either a Viking or a Seahawks running back on your roster if you wanna have any kind of confidence because Pete Carroll doesn't tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wide receiver wise, um, Lockett's had some success here or there. Um, some weeks Baldwin does okay. Um, it's just kind of pick your. Um, Picker poison. I'm not overly interested in any of them if I have other options. Lockett is the most aggravating thing of all time. One for 52 and a touchdown? Come on! Are you kidding me? He still gets double digits on two targets? Oh, it's, it's the most obnoxious thing of the season. I cannot tell you how annoying it is. He's not good. Um, The, the fun thing about Russell Wilson here, he gets four touchdowns, which really salvaged his day. If he doesn't get those touchdowns, that day stinks because they were pretty much dominating from the get. So, um, who do you have? Um, guess I'll go with Seattle. All right, I'm gonna bike it up. You like that? I like it. All right, what else do we got? Did we get all the news? Yeah, I, I pretty much think it was intertwined in there from here to there. All right, well then we will be back. What are, are ne- Wednesday next week? 
Yeah, that's fine. All right, Wednesday next week, talking about this stuff and more to come. Hopefully, you'll be in a fantasy championship. Uh, Incidental Contact Pod at Yahoo.com or at ICFF Pod on the Twitter. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. We will see you next week. Or talk to you next week. We won't see you. That'd be weird. <laughs>